Hey, all my littles and my bigs, it's Barbara Tarabek here with the Marvel of My Ordinary Life. Episode number 88 has a nice ring to it. They're alive. Catch them. Oh, lordy, lordy. Once upon a time, there was a lovely little girl. Short, choppy hair, freckles kind of rough around the edges. She loved animals, as you know. She liked all sorts of adventures, even though she could not have a school with a barn in the middle, which is what she wanted. She did for 11 years. She being me, I had a preschool. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. It was called Animal Crackers. I had the best time at the preschool. We had a 15-foot sandbox that we could dig holes in, and sometimes we'd flood it and make sculptures. We had brick steps that we would put white gutters. Like if you go outside, look up at your house, there's usually a gutter that runs around the top of your house. It catches the rain as it comes off the roof. We would buy those and put them end to end to end all over the yard, which was on a slight slope. And then we'd shoot boats down them, little tiny boats that we made. And it was so much fun. We had chickens. We had a duck, such a cute duck. It followed us everywhere. Oh boy, but real stinky. Oh my gosh, ducks make big poo-poos and they poo in the waters. Then that's just a big mess. You got to clean it all the time. Inside, it was a two-story preschool. The bottom floor was a library and it was a nap room and there were building blocks, things like that. Then you'd go upstairs. Oh my gosh, and we had easels where you'd paint with trays of all different colors. We had a science corner, my personal favorite. In the science corner, we had a couple of large aquariums. In one were goldfish. They were huge. They lived nine years. They were really, really big. And in the other aquarium, we had planted like a little jungle. In there, we had hissing cockroaches, which are super fun, but don't get them mad because they actually will bite. Ask me how I know. There was a millipede, which was super cool. Oh my gosh, super big. It was as long as my hand, many, many feet. Occasionally, we had crickets and things like that. In the yard, we also had raised beds, so many raised beds with beautiful gardens of vegetables that all my kids took care of. My kids were tiny at the preschool. They were two and a half to five years old. So they were itty bitties. If you all listening are my littles and my bigs, they were my itty bitties. Oh, so funny. They were a stitch. Everything was new and wonderful to them. Every year we would buy these tubs of ladybugs and in the evening you would let them loose on, let's say, the roses. And when it was cold, they wouldn't fly away. They'd hang out and eat all the little white oh, aphid gross. bugs because the white aphid bugs would kill your roses. We also wanted to get some other kinds of, they're called beneficial insects for your garden. It's a terrible idea to use pesticides, especially when you have children. Pesticides are a really strong, mm, it's like a strong soap that would kill a bug, but it kills the good bugs and the bad bugs and it harms the bees. So we never use those. We always tried to work 
through problems in the garden with beneficial insects. We really wanted to get praying mantis, which are the coolest creatures. If you look at their heads closely, they will look right back at you and see you. Like a ladybug's like, oh, look, finger, and I'll climb up and over your finger. A praying mantis will look at your finger, then it will tilt its head and turn and look right into your face. It is the creepiest, creepiest feeling ever. The kids, they were interested in everything. I can't say that the kids really wanted to get praying mantises because they're two and a half to five years old. I don't know what a praying mantis is. So I was always doing the exploring and getting for them. I went to the nursery, I got the tub of ladybugs, and next to it was a tub of these round, not even as big as a ping pong ball, but almost, these brown balls that looked like honeycomb candy. They were super, super light and had the texture kind of of rough bark like off a tree. I thought, what the heck is that? And so I asked the guy and he said, those are praying mantis eggs. Well, how big was the praying mantis to lay that thing? And he said, no, they don't lay them. It doesn't come popping out of their body. I'm not sure how it works. But well, does it like split open and a praying mantis comes out? He said, no, you set it in a warm spot in a jar or an aquarium. It has to be about seven degrees for I think it's about two weeks. And when it's 70 degrees and nice and cozy, then little by little, these itty bitty like cartoon creature looking bugs work their way out of that round egg. Oh, so there's more than one? And he looks at me like, yeah, there's like 200 in that one little ball. About 200? Whoa! That's so cool. I am definitely getting one of those. Well, it turns out there's two of them in every little package. I brought them home, and of course, I had to be really careful with the kids because I didn't want them squishing the egg ball. My preschool was in my home. We had a big house where to enter the preschool, you would go down the driveway, turn through this sweet little garden gate. So you're into the garden and you'd turn right. And now you're in the downstairs of the preschool where everybody had a cubby and a coat hook. It was so much fun. That's where the napping room was and book corner and all. Then you'd go up the stairs and that's where all the science and art room was. That's also where we had our kitchen and my kids helped me make meals every single day. Super, super fun. I brought them to the school and I thought, where can I put them? I don't want to put them in the aquarium because I really don't know if 200 or 400, I guess, because I had two of those balls. If they hatch in that aquarium, they I don't know what they look like. That might be too many. I put them in these jars. I thought, okay, well, if I leave the jars on the windowsill, they'll get warm and toasty and then these praying mantis will hatch and it will be amazing. Oh gosh, so I did. My kids were really good about keeping track of them and like, Barbara, Barbara, when are they going to hatch? And underneath we had a calendar. Every day it was somebody's turn to go over and check off the days as it was getting closer and closer to the time that they were going to hatch. On the day that they were going to hatch, towards the end of the day, I said, oh shoot, you all, we forgot to check. I think today is the day we're supposed to hatch. It's either today or tomorrow. And I was not 
worried about it. I was like, no big deal. In the meantime, I had bought an aquarium. We could put them in a separate aquarium than the other bugs. And when they hatch, we'll let them go outside. We set the aquarium on the table. I opened up the jars that were on the windowsill, let them sit there while the kids and I went to the backyard. Kids that were left at the end of the day were probably five or six children. We bought soil in, we got some rocks, we got a bunch of sticks and we're arranging it all cool. We went outside all together to get moss. One of the parents walked back in as we came in with our last little collection of doodahs for the aquarium. She's looking at the window with this look of not horror, no, just more confusion. She's looking at her window going, what is all over your window? Michael over and I look and I'm, ah, the praying mantises, you all. They've hatched both <gasps> jars and I left the lids off because we were just about to put them in the aquariums. I mean, honestly, who's going to think that in the 15 minutes we walk away, those things are going to hatch? And I thought it would be like, here comes one, here comes another. No, they just flood out of those eggs. All the window, the sliding glass doors covered in praying mantises. They're about an inch long. That's really tiny and they're really thin and they're everywhere. <laughs> so the kids were not freaked out at all. The mother was like, I'm waiting outside. The kids ran up and were, oh, this is so cute. Look at their little faces. And you all, they will jump on you. So some of my kids were like, oh, look, there's one on my finger. I said, you all, get a piece of paper. So we each had two pieces of paper and kind of scooted them off the glass, off the glass doors, off the glass window, with the piece of paper onto the other piece of paper, then ran over to the aquarium, dumped them in. It was one child's responsibility to then plop the lid back down. So that was like a big responsibility. We were everywhere trying to catch these little bugs. Some of the braver parents that came in said, oh dear, let me help you. They grabbed paper. We're scooting and flapping and plopping these little tiny creatures into the aquariums. It was so cool. It was so fun. The kids were squealing and laughing and the moms were just, you know, some, as I said, were outside and some were like, this is incredible. Once we got most of them, you know, there's always going to be a straggler tucked away for the night, said goodbye to all the parents. Oh, I was exhausted. I thought, good grief. That was something. <sighs> Next morning, I wake up. I go downstairs. I look in the aquarium. There's like four. There's a bunch of dead bodies laying around. Some of them don't look like they're in one piece, like they're missing their oh, heads gross. and whatnot. I thought, oh my gosh, what has happened? I call the nursery and I told them what happened. I said, I don't know what happened. So there's a lot of them dead. And they said, oh. if you leave them in the aquarium once they've hatched, one or two of them will kill all the others and likely eat <gasps> them. That's just the way they are. Like, that's part of nature. And well, this part of nature is kind of disgusting, for sure. So I'm not one of those teachers that would just, like, throw them all away and tell the kids I let them go. So I let the kids come. I let the kids look. I said, 
here's what happened. This apparently is what they do. So we're going to let the ones that are left outside. So we went outside, took the top off. This point, at this point, a lot of the kids had a little bit more mm, caution when approaching them. They thought, what kind of animal is this? And it will kill all the other ones and eat them up just to be the sole survivor. This is kind of weird. You know, and that, that was just the way they were. So we left them all loose in the garden where the ones that were left would be fine. Months and months and months go by. I had a really good friend. Her name was Denise. Denise came and was in the garden looking at everything. Oh, these are just beautiful. And I love all your little ceramic artwork pieces, which we had tucked in the bushes. And she happened to be standing next to the gate. Oh, Barbie, because that's what she called me. Oh, Barbie, this is amazing. It looks so real. This is a woman who's terrified of bugs. She is pointing to a praying mantis the size of her hand. It is literally almost as long as her hand, fingers included. She's pointing right to it. I'm up on the porch looking down. Um, Denise, there, there's something I need to tell you. And she goes, this is so cool. And she's looking at me. She goes, these are so beautiful, thinking it's not real. She turns sideways to point to it. It tilts its head and jumps. <laughs> She screams so loud. Get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. She didn't know it was real. It was so funny. It was so funny. Oh my gosh, the kids around her were squealing again. Mm. Barbara, they lived. They lived. Oh yeah, that was fun. You all have to go to the nursery. Get praying mantis eggs. But Either leave them outside in a nice warm spot or leave them in something that you keep a closer eye on than we did because we didn't do it very well. All right, have fun with that. See you later. Bye.